get out of here. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, John McCain, this guy is just a bitter old dude. He's going out this way. It's, it's quite sad, uh, unless maybe it's really what he really was all these years, and he put on the lying political face to hide it from you. I, I don't know. Uh, but he uh, has no regrets handing over that dossier. He admitted again, even though we already knew it. Should we buy his book if he's already telling stuff, telling us stuff we already know? Anyway, um, he admitted he handed over the dossier. He has no regrets, and he says, if you have a problem with it, go to hell. We'll get into that. Third thing, I think you need to know, how about this? How about this? This is, a, this is another one right here uh, on the local level. Uh, Allie Miller, and I'll put this on my Facebook page. Allie Miller sent a letter, certified letter, uh, to Craig Johnson at Valbridge Property Appraisers. Requesting a response related to the asbestos study that was done on the bowling alley that Chuck Huckleberry wants to buy. She wants to know why there were two different appraised values for this one particular property. We'll get into this. Um, anything about the sewer? Were there sewer issues? Because Pima County is going to buy it. And did you, uh, did you consider the positive testing for asbestos when you prepared your appraisals? She's waiting to hear back. We'll get into that. Three things I think you need to know. Good for her. And by the way, again, you notice that nobody else in the media is doing any stories about this possible bowling alley purchase. It's just me. And, uh, and, and Allie Miller's the one that broke it. She's the, I mean, she's the supervisor. She came across this. She wanted to get it out. I agreed with her. And what are they doing? I, again, I don't under, I don't really watch the local news. I'm looking right now at the KVOA website. Uh, they're big investigators. A mobile home park still has no mat- natural gas after about three months. I'm sure that's terrible if you live there. A Tucson teacher, a teacher was selected to go to the Arctic. Okay. Ducey will dedicate buildings at Raytheon, new buildings. Fantastic. Okay, so you have that. Uh, nothing about the bowling alley. Where's Bud? Fa- Where's Bud High Pants Foster? What is he doing? Uh, of course, they just ran the press release that I told you about yesterday. Red for Ed protest planned outside the the uh, the governor's Tucson luncheon. Might as well tell the crazies to show up. They're acting as if they're propaganda over there. Tucson News now about that. And again, they identify what I told you in the press release. Progress now, Arizona. Me, Familia, Voda, and Indivisible Southern Arizona organized this, and they're taking over the Red for Ed stuff. So there you go. Uh, nothing nothing on the story that I've seen. Unless I've somehow missed it. It was on TV. They put it on the website. And who watches TV nowadays? Um, nothing on the bowling alley purchase. Nothing in the local paper about it either. That's all right. Listen, I. that's why you listen to me. And I greatly appreciate that. We'll get more into Allie's uh, letter in a little bit. But we got to talk about uh, John McCain for just a second. Uh, because, again, I'm just trying to figure this one out. Did you realize back in the day, I mean, did you realize six years ago when Flake was elected, and he acts like, you know, he, he put on the act, man. He, he dresses well, he shaves, he has nice teeth, decent-looking guy, very calm, very calm way of speaking, showing that he's always in control, not going to make any crazy, crazy uh, decisions. Uh-huh, whatever. So uh, that's Jeff Flake. And you elected him, and I, I voted for, you know, whatever. Actually, I voted for in the primary somebody else, but he won the primary. And then John McCain, I mean, they all go into uh, 
as Kelly Ward says, uh, campaign conservative mode. John John McCain. You got to love this. Uh, he defends giving. There's a story of the Daily Beast. It's about his book. He defends giving the Trump dossier to Jim Comey. "Quote: Duty demanded. I do it." Really, really. I love you know. And I wish he'd talk about this publicly, because we know what happened. The McCain Institute up at ASU. He sent the guy that runs the McCain Institute overseas to go get the dossier, bring it back, and give it to John McCain, and he gave it to Comey, even though the FBI already had it. So there really was no reason for this. Of course, John McCain, why should he be outraged that that dossier that he, that he sent his errand boy that runs the McCain Institute to go get? His emissaries, he calls it. I call it an errand boy. So he sends his errand boy to go get it, but he doesn't have any comments at all about the fact that uh, the dossier was paid for by Hillary and the DNC. He doesn't regret that. Nothing at all, right? No, nothing. Zero zip zilch. And remember, he claims he has nothing to do with the McCain Institute. But he sent the guy that runs it over to Europe to get this important piece of information. That's what he thought, right? Remember, the reason he said he had nothing to do with it, it's just his name on there, is because George Soros has donated tens of millions of dollars to the McCain Institute up at ASU. Uh, yeah. So anyway, in the uh, upcoming book that I'm sure will be fantastic, uh, John McCain said, wrote, I agreed to receive a copy of what is now referred to as the dossier. Agreed? You sent your, your boy over to him. I'll read it in the McCain voice. This is what he wrote. I reviewed his contents. Uh, the allegations were disturbing, but I had no idea which, if any, were true. I could not independently verify any of it and show I did what any American who cares about our nation's security should have done. Really? Really? Yes. So, by the way, he, any, he did what any American who cares about the nation's security should have done. What about building the wall, John? Nothing? So, he wrote in his book, he spoke with Sir Andrew Wood. This is all stuff we know, right? Wood alerted him to Christopher Steele's work, after which David Kramer, the senior director for human rights and human freedoms at the McCain Institute, that's the errand boy, traveled to London to meet with Steele. All this stuff. McCain recounts how he put the dossier in a safe in his office and called Comey's office to request a meeting. I went to see him at his earliest convenience, handed him the dossier, explained how it had come into my possession. I said, you know what to make of it. I trusted the FBI would examine it carefully and investigate its claims. With that, I thanked the director and left. The entire meeting lasted no more than 10 minutes. I did what duty I demanded I do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Isn't that just great? Yeah. Now, about Trump, in the book, he said he has declined to distinguish the actions of our government from crimes of despotic ones. Yeah, whatever. We know all this crap, right? We know it all. That's what he says. That's John McCain. If you have a problem with him doing what he did, by the way, uh, he really doesn't care what you say. He doesn't care. Huh. Now, he admitted again that he did it. He did all this stuff. I agreed to receive a copy of what is now referred to as the dossier. The allegations were so disturbing. 
what, the hiring of two hookers to pee on a bed where Obama slept at a Four Seasons in Russia? Really? Wow. So apparently, not only did he do it, it was his duty, he also said, and I would do it again! And I'm not joking, and he writes, and anyone who doesn't like it can go to hell. Anyone who doesn't like it can go to hell. Wow. Now again, John McCain, complete and total hypocrite. Listen, I'm going to just say it. He's obviously a lib. Because he wants everybody to come together and act like they have civility. and We all need to come together and work together and go across the aisle and everything else. Except if you disagree with me, which is exactly what the other side does. So he wants everyone to be nice. Trump's a jerk. And he literally said, if you don't like that he did that, you can go to hell. I would do it again. Anyone who doesn't like it can go to hell. That's from that's an excerpt from his book that was published by The Guardian. Man, oh man, oh man. 880-KNST, 880-5678. He continued, he said Republicans are on the wrong side of the immigration debate. Uh, He is all about uh, amnesty, and he lost his election to Obama. Trump was about building a wall and uh, deporting people that aren't supposed to be here, and he wins the presidency. This is just a bitter old dude that is mad as hell that an outsider like Trump got the job of president when a guy like McCain deserved it. He has the Hillary Clinton complex. Hillary thought she deserved that presidency. John McCain, I I put in my time. I get it. I get it. This guy comes out of nowhere. He's rude. He's a jerk. Not one of us. He's just a bit, he's going out as a bitter old dude, man. But a man, maybe he was always like this. Maybe he always was, maybe, that's just like, it's like, oh, it's a facade, man. It's a facade. He goes on the, he used to go on the Sunday shows. He'd go on, he'd speak very calmly too, just like Jeff Flake. And oh, he need to go across sides. I'm a statesman. And blah, 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 blah. All a bunch of crap. I'm telling you, these guys are just living lies. They are living lies. What we are seeing now is the true John McCain, is the true Jeff Flake. And so the question is, how in the hell did we get stuck with these two freaking guys? We got bamboozled. They hit it. It's why it's a bunch of lies. And now that they both realize they're done in the Senate, Flake, because no one's going to vote for him, and McCain realizes he's coming to the end, they're like, screw it. Now we're going to let you guys know we tricked you this whole time. We were not anything what you thought we were. Yeah, sucks, doesn't it? He said, by the way, Republicans are on the wrong side of the immigration debate. He argued it's been driven by zealots who fail to understand immigration's key role in American exceptionalism. Oh, yeah, we, we don't understand that at all. Drive down wages. Oh, yeah. Change the entire culture because these are not people that want to come here to be Americans. Yeah, We're only exceptional if we let a bunch of illegal aliens in and then give them amnesty. According to John McCain, he, he said the anti-immigration zealots need to be confronted before their noxious views spread further and damage for generations the reputation of the Republican Party. Damage the reputation. This is the guy that was buddy-buddy with uh, Ted Kennedy, remember, by the way. Ted Kennedy. Sucks. Uh, I'll get your reaction coming up in 5, 822, Morning Ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Mission.
829, thanks for hanging out. Garrett Lewis with you here. Yes, on KNST AM 792 Zon's most stimulating talk. I just did a Facebook Live video so you could have watched that. And I, it's posted, and I shared it with KNST's Facebook. Anyway, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like and follow it. That'd be great. Sunny and about, uh, what? What is it, 101, 102, something like that? I mean, it's going to be hot. What else do you need to know? It's not going to be like a shocker where you're going to get rained on and all this other stuff. And we're in the 70s right now, 77. Uh, let's go to uh, Bruce first. Bruce, welcome to KNST. Hi, Bruce. Hi, Garrett. Thanks for taking my call. Sure, hey, man. Hey, comment on John McCain. You know, uh, I think what he's doing is actually helping with conservative Republicans in Arizona. He's not long for the world. He's got brain cancer. He's going to be gone soon, and he's showing his true colors, which we already knew. Mm-hmm. And the reason I think that's so good is because uh, it's the old, if it walks like a duck, squawks like a duck. We got all these up and comers like McSally and yes. a few others that uh, they talk like a McCain, they squawk like a McCain, and hopefully it'll teach voters not to be fooled again. Because yeah, we were fooled that for is thirty a, years. That is a great point. You know what? I think yeah, it's a great. I was thinking that during the break. You know what? Everything he is doing right now is going to hurt Martha McSil and Martha McSilent. Yeah, it's going to hurt yeah. her. Hurt her a lot. I mean, because, she's a clone, yeah. and uh, yep. you know, I don't wish ill on the man, but good riddance. I, I mean, yeah. you know. What has he done? In 50 years, if it takes that long, he's going to be a footnote in history that perpetuated the swamp and was a, quote, friend of the mainstream media. Yep, and that's all so he's going to be remembered How does that help Americans? It, it doesn't. You're exa- it only helps himself. It only helps yep. himself. You are exactly yep. right. Hey, great call, Bruce. I appreciate it, man. Thanks, Gary. Take care, buddy. You too. Yeah, uh, every time he talks, people are going to think it's, it's Martha McSally. I mean, uh, John wouldn't come on this show for the past seven years because I asked him a tough question that he didn't like. Uh, McSilent will come on. You notice, again, what did Martha McSilent say uh, at Saddlebrook? Because listeners were great. And they had first question when she was talking to the crowd last month. Why don't you go on Garrett Lewis's show? And she said, I'm too busy putting out my message to go on his radio station. Yet, she's buying commercials to spread her message on KNST AIM 790. And we appreciate the money, Martha. We really do. Uh, but I think it is going to hurt her. Uh, it, it, it has to. Let's go to Jim. Jim, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Morning, Garrett. Um, John McCain, let's not forget uh, the Keating Five. I mean, yep. this guy's not as, as true as a wind-driven snow. I no. think the swamp probably bought him off with that. He went through the ethics committee and whatnot, and they found him in poor judgment, which we know was pure <laughs> corruption. So mm-hmm. I think that's when the swamp bought him. And he's been pushing the New World Order. In fact, he mentioned it, that Trump was going to upset the New World Order. Yep. Um, and, that, and that's been his main focus. He is not a um, uh, pro-American. He's a pro-globalist. There's a distinct difference, and that's what we're really fighting here are the globalists. It's big international money. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a plan for world socialism when we come right down to it, mm-hmm. which leads me to my other point that I wanted to make. I mean, it's in your last hour, but Noam Chomsky mm-hmm. claiming that Christians and Republicans will be responsible for deaths and all this stuff. Well, you know what? His philosophy, which is communism, mm-hmm. pure and simple, communism is the root of his religion, uh, is, a, is a fallacy anyway. It denies human nature of greed and lust and everything else. It turns into totalitarianism. That's all, all it is with corruption. It's responsible for tens of millions, maybe hundreds of millions of people's deaths. We know documented. We know that, that, that his religion, his, his political thought is responsible for, for murdering tens of millions of people. And that's his legacy. Uh, but then the blame Christians and Republicans, I don't think so. You know what's crazy is that, uh, and it's a great point, but it's a typical hypocrite stuff, just like McCain, where McCain wants to act like a civil person and then tells you if you disagree with what he did, you can go to hell in his book. Uh, Noam Chomsky, we looked up, he's worth $5 million. 
Well, one thing, yeah, five million dollars, man. Look at Bernie Sanders. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Bernie Sanders, a big. What what about McCain? I think, and McCain, at his point in his life, I think he truly believes in the globalist mission. Mm -hmm. And to his, to his, his, I guess his credit, at least he believes in something and he fights for it. But he's on the wrong side. Yeah, Uh, you know what he's. He basically thinks I know better than you. So you got let the big people and big governments do what we do and tell you how to live so you can live a good life. That that's what he's an elitist like that. That's what it is. Totalitarian yeah. is, is what they are. Man, you're going a step further than me, but I, listen, I hear you, man. I appreciate it. Jim, thank, thank you. you I appreciate it. Take care. You know what? Can I put a uh, soundbite? This is what John McCain said uh after Trump uh, <laughs> won the election. This actually we put this in uh, February 20th last year. So right after month after Trump is in office, listen to John McCain. Here we go. In the four day, four decades I have attended this conference, in, I cannot in recall a year where its purpose was more necessary or more important. Then this panel is going to ask us to consider whether the West will survive. Mm. In recent years, this question would invite accusations of hyperbole and alarmism. Not this year. Not this year. If ever there was a time to treat this question with a deadly seriousness, it is now. Yeah. Uh, by the way, a year plus later, 14 months later, how's the world doing? Hell of a lot better. The economy has taken off. Uh, we had a piece on the Korean Peninsula. We're getting out of this stupid Iran deal to stop them from getting nuclear weapons. We're going to crush their economy even worse than it already is to stop them. The arrogance of these people. I have more. I have more. We'll get to it. More reaction. From John McCain and what he said there. Don't go anywhere. 835 on KNST. Here's Fox. So that's cool, right? And um, let's uh, let's go. We got to get to Gina Haspel soundbites. We have so much to get to. Let's play one more John McCain, though. And you can comment 880-KNST, 880-5678 if you would like. Uh, one more John McCain after it came out that um, that the dossier was basically a bunch of garbage. And Jim, can we play this out? Jim Comey said it was... Uh, unsubstantiated, salacious, unverified. Right? Um, oh, it's down to the James... Ro- James uh, there you go, right there. Yep, play James Rosen talking about it. His report from Fox. Here we go. The dossier was given to the FBI in July 2016, around the same time that Donald Trump accepted the GOP nomination. Former FBI Director James Comey has described the dossier as a compendium of, quote, salacious and unverified material about Mr. Trump and his associates. <laughs> so Martha McCallum had uh, McCain on a while ago this uh, January because he first told people I was the one that gave the dossier and Comey already had it he already had it and I'd love to know how McCain got his hands on a Democratic and Hillary Clinton document but I talked to the British guy uh huh sure sure John Anyway, uh, after all these ridiculous things about this came out, Martha McCallum was like, you still think, you know, it was basically fake. You still think it was a good thing to, uh, to, to hand this in, and this is what McCain said? No, Martha, I, I received that information from a credible source, and I <laughs> thought the only thing for me to do would be to give it to the FBI. Uh, if I had sat on that, on that information and done nothing, I think it would have been uh, a, a breach of my uh, oath of office. Uh, so I gave it to the director of the FBI because I thought it was important to get it into the right hands. Yep. There you go. There you go. 
John McCain. Uh, again, and by the way, he is against Gina Haspel from being the next CIA director uh, because she extracted information from people. Well, did she do it? Did she oversee it? Hmm. Yeah. Um, he keeps tweeting. 12 minutes ago, he tweeted, Putin's goal is, isn't to defeat a candidate or a party. He means to defeat the West. John McCain, Vladimir Putin's an evil man. Puts that out there. Read a new excerpt from my upcoming book in your Wall Street Journal. Vladimir Putin's an evil man. Uh-huh. Three hours ago. Yeah. Anyway, all these tweets going on, but literally nothing. Nothing about the, uh, the people coming back that were held captive in North Korea. Nothing. I believe, last year, I believe Gina Haspel is a patriot who loves our country, devoted her professional life to its service and defense. However, her role in overseeing the use of torture is disturbing, and her refusal to acknowledge torture's immorality is disqualifying. To acknowledge torture's immorality. Yet this is the guy that was buddies with Ted Kennedy who let a girl suffocate, not even drown, but suffocate. Mary Chuck Kopechny. You hung out with that dude. Uh, by the way, is it immoral to lie? I'm going to run and get rid of Obamacare. I'm going to get rid of Obamacare. Obamacare, Obamacare, Obamacare. Obama. All those ads. We have, we have all the ads that we could play. We played them after he voted it to, to, to stay alive, right? To stay alive. He voted to keep Obamacare alive. And in his book, again, he talked about how Obama called him to thank him for voting against getting rid of Obamacare. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Play that. Here we go. But John McCain is leading the fight to stop Obamacare. Mm -hmm. I'm John McCain, and I approve this message. That's just one. That's just one. That's not immoral. Uh, like the penguin. Stop giving the penguin a bad Dina, name. welcome to KNSD. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. What's so, going on? I have been listening to your comments on John McCain. We've been living in Arizona in Tucson for approximately 25 years, and I can tell you that my opinion of the man has degraded greatly over his behavior you can go to in hell. recent years. Uh, I'm just kidding. But my, my comments are this. You know, you just made the comment about, yeah, that's really moral. He talks about immorality. He talks about duty. I would like to know where his duty and morality were when he dropped bombs on the USS Forrester, killing 140 of his service members mm. who died a torturous death at his hands as they burned to death alive. Mm. I would like to know where his morality was when he's siding with the Obama administration against everything that President Trump wants to do to restore our country. I, yeah. This man is frustrating to no end, and the more that we learn about him, the more we find out that he's anything but an honorable man. Yep. Yep. As far as the dossier is concerned, Comey has preached on all of these interviews that it was originally opposition research by the Republicans. Do we still not know the whole story? Well, do you, do you, do you hang on, hang on a second. The reason that they say that is because there's a, uh, the Washington Free Beacon is a website, freebeacon.com. And right. the people that own the Washington Free Beacon were not on Trump's side in the beginning. So, exactly. they, they, so they paid that same uh, research, Fusion GPS, to try to get dirt on Trump during the Republican primary. And then they okay. realized there was nothing there, so they pulled back. And that's when all of a sudden the Democrats, the Democratic National Committee and Hillary took over and said, we're going to pay you to find out a bunch of junk on Trump. So it and started with that. That's it. Right. And my question about that is, 
is it Republicans plural or is it Republican singular, meaning John McCain was behind the opposition research. And instead of I was delivered this information, it was I paid for this information and went running as fast as I could to the DNC and Hillary Clinton. I don't know. We don't we don't know that. We don't know. We, we know, again, that the Free Beacon owner did. We know that Hillary and the DNC did. We don't know if McCain did, but I'd love to find out. Nobody ever wants to ask John this. Why, oh, why he somehow got his hands on it when it was Hillary stuff and Democrat stuff first? That, that, that's it's right. a very good question. By the way, yeah. how, how moral is John McCain knowing that uh, for years now, and he's been in the Senate for 30-something years, right, that he, right. he knew that there were women being sexually harassed and assaulted and then paid off with taxpayer money. Right. And he didn't say a damn thing about that now, did he? No, he doesn't. And he doesn't pay he doesn't pay any credence to anything that not does not benefit his personal pursuits of yes. glory. Yes. And I... if you look back at his military history between what he did on the forestall and when he sang for the Viet Cong, it really raises some serious questions about who his loyalty seemed to be no one but himself. Yep. Yep. I it... It seems to be that way, and by the way, Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I, his daughter, Megan McCain's on The View now. God, is she annoying? And it was funny. I don't watch those hearties. I'm, I'm with you. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So, so, but anyway, Megan said something to the, I'm trying to remember who she was talking about, but she said the only reason that uh, that person particularly has a job or the media talks to them is because that person's last name, their family gave it to them. And I'm thinking, God, you're, the only reason you have, you've gotten gigs and have failed at them is because of your last name, too. So, uh, and just, the reason yeah. that McCain has not been tried for treason was because of his last name. Uh, well, there's that. I, listen, you have great, great points, Dina. I appreciate the phone call, and I hear the frustration. I think there's a lot more of people like you out there than, than John McCain wants to realize. So thank you, you know, very much. You know, as a military yeah. daughter, mother, and wife, he frustrates me. <laughs> I, I can hear it in you. I hear it in <laughs> you. Dina, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. We'll continue. It's KNS.